is right in the world, gentlemen. We are out of lockdown tomorrow here in Victoria. There's going to be crowds at the G. We can get back on the golf course. Not this weekend. There won't be crowds. Why not? Because we're not playing in Melbourne. I got a WhatsApp last night. Next next weekend. You've got to be careful with your WhatsApps. I got a WhatsApp last night that said that um, we are out of lockdown. We can go 25 kilometres from our house. We can play golf. You you can't go to the movies. You can go to the pub. 50 people at the pub. Pleasingly, in the middle of winter, you can go to an outdoor swimming pool. It is confusing, Hum, but what was good last week was how good was the footy last week, particularly the Friday and Saturday games. We started with Melbourne-Brisbane, which I thought was a cracker, into Sydney-St Kilda, which I thought was going to be a pretty ordinary game, but it turned out to be a ripper. Collingwood and Adelaide was probably just about the best game of the round. And then the dream time. I know that Richmond won comfortably in the end, but Richmond, uh, Essendon got in front. They're exciting. And the games on Friday and Saturday were outstanding. Yeah, how good was dream time at Optus Stadium? I mean, that stadium was made for it. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? With the light show, but... Matty Lloyd made a good point that there should be more games played in lockdown when we can't have them in Perth yeah. and also in Adelaide. He said that the, dream, uh, the, the the big slide should be played, that Queen's birthday should yeah. be played in either Perth or Adelaide mm. in a parochial state. It's being played in Sydney. On, yeah. Well, yeah, why, in, are they, why are they picking Sydney? In now? State of Origin Week. I think it's easier... There's not as many restrictions in getting the teams into Sydney as there yeah. as it is Adelaide. It makes sense. That's a good yeah. point because Optus Stadium. I've only been there once. You guys have obviously been there a lot more. It's incredible. It's the like noise a coliseum, is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. The noise and you're yeah. sitting right up on the players and the noise. It's the and best the venue in Australia at night. So, so, it's a night venue. It's unbelievable. So with with Dream Time at the G, clearly next year if we you know we're back into a normal scenario, it's going to be at the MCG. But would you take it on the road every? Third or fourth year, maybe? I think so. I think at the MCG, it's at the Coliseum, as we know, it'll be great. But I think it, it probably one at the MCG, then go to the top end. I think yeah. last year's at the top end was unbelievable. I think I, I think if it goes on the road, it should be every third or fourth year and Darwin because the, the Indigenous communities up there love it. How's Sook Hardwick going to put up with that? He doesn't like travelling the extra three kilometres to Marvel. How's he going <laughs> to like travelling to Darwin, the big Sook? Oh, that's jeez. He's that's had a whack at dimmer. Right. Yeah, well, he's a sook. No, right? he's not. What do you mean? How, he, he's a massive sook. He's a triple premiership he's, coach. You don't become I, a triple I, premiership I understand coach that. by being I a sook. I understand his credentials, but he's a sook. He's whacked dimmer. Mm, I have whacked dimmer. For dimmer. Well, he, I'm just saying he wouldn't take... But no, he, he would he love it. He just joins the ever-growing list of people that hum a whack. <laughs> <laughs> From that game, though, Bolton and pa- Darcy Parrish yeah. just had magnificent games. Well, they're both- I, I, I'll put the question to you. You're both Richmond men. Yeah. Would you swap Bolton for Parrish right now? Well, they're both out of contract at the end mm-hmm. of this year, so it's an interesting argument. If you were picking your team now, who would you – if you could only have one of them, who would you pick? I'm taking Shea Bolton because Shea Bolton can go into the midfield and he can get 30 disposals. He's not a 44 disposal player. I think Darcy Parrish has taken a quantum leap this year. Love to have both of them, mm-hmm. but if you want – who who's going to win the game for me? We saw Shea Bolton was the man who won the game last week with fewer possessions. I think he had 22 and kick kicked three. three. Darcy Parrish had 44, only kicked a handful of goals this year. So for me, being able to play midfield and kick goals is uh, – I think it's elite – yeah, I would take Bolton for the goal-kicking reasons. Yep. But have you ever seen a player so elusive as him? He's a bit mm. – maybe Gavin Wanganeen. Remember yeah, Gavin Wanganeen? Yeah. Like they used to call Gavin Wanganeen the rubber man. Well, they Bolton's did. got that, I reckon. Yep. He is so good to watch. Hey, the man that knocked you off, correct me if I'm wrong, you did have the record for most contested marks in a game. Uh, no. no. Duck, did, uh, Duck Wayne oh, Carey. Was it? Duck's Carey, got 10. Aaron Norton took Aaron Norton nine took, yeah, against Richard. Nearly, nearly beat him. Is he now – 
after another incredible. But before that, if you speak to Duck, though, he always says they didn't take these stats back in the oh, early to mid 90s. Which is actually 90s. true. That's yeah. right. If you they go on started, final he, he reckons there's games where he thinks he's taken at least 15 or 16. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he also said to me last week, he's going home to um, start a fire because it was quite a cold yeah. day on Sunday, that he was going to start a fire at home. Obviously, they opened, but he is the best fire starter. In the world, he, he can said do he can start a fire quicker than anybody else in the world. It doesn't surprise so, me. Do you know, I, I, like, I love that story when you told it last week. He did man. tell that, that last week. He did <laughs> tell it last week. That's why we'll move on. Is he the best contested mark in the game? Aaron Norton, yeah. clearly. Yeah. Absolutely. Because his he throws hand. his body at it. They're like when the ball hits his hands, it's like a vice. Like mm. he is just sensitive. Well, they've got such big hands. It's like it'd be like us, or not you, it'd be like me or another suburban footballer playing with a size three footy. Because their hands are just so big. He could mark it like a tennis ball, yeah. I reckon, just in, in the one duke like that. Um, what about the top eight? Is it completely set? Now is it now time for the bottom eight play- teams to start just putting <clears throat> some players away in the garage, maybe playing for draft picks because the top yeah. eight is set? Well, it looks that way, Nate, doesn't it? I think, look, the way Essendon are playing, I think they can compete with those top eight teams. But have they? they're two games out They're the, the only eight. team. They're the only team because they've got a, a, a percentage of 102. Yeah. And we know they can kick big scores. So for me, vulnerabilities around West Coast and maybe Sydney. I think Sydney's fallen over think, the last couple of weeks. I'll play enough games at home to get up the line. But now, if there are two sides, I don't think Richmond can fall out with the no. players they got coming back and how well they play late in seasons. Their record um, post round 10 mm, is outstanding. So it, if someone does fall out, Sydney, West Coast, but I think it's pretty set. And the thing with Richmond is after this weekend's game against West Coast, They'll have played every other team that's inside the top eight. Yep. Their run home. get a good run. Their run home's good. I think it is set, Hummer. I'm going to bring back a segment that was very popular last year. We haven't tell you about duck lighting fires. Oh, God. Tell us again next <laughs> week, though. The, and the, Richard, we have this <laughs> argument every single week we come in here. Yeah. We... We do this run sheet. We yeah. swap ideas all week. You come with nothing. Like it sometimes, bring anything. The only time you'll ever, only time you'll ever submit anything is when when it's about you. Yeah, it's a yeah. video that you've filmed or something that you've been caught doing in the media. And then the run sheet comes out. You don't read it until we sit down. Nobody does, huh? He saves all of his good stuff for yeah, Friday night footy triple on Triple Which, M. Why don't you bring something to the table here? I'm pretty sure there's Who's a your fair main few employer? things in this that I have brought to the actually, table. He's got I've one actually, thing I've actually given you one that he doesn't even know about. There's a couple he That's doesn't true. know about. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm bringing back a segment that, that we had pot. last year. What is it? Do you remember who would win? Yeah, I like that. So when we, I would have a hypothetical 18 yeah. versus 18. So yeah. we're going to we're going to bring that back this year. 18 Marcus Bontempelli's. Yeah. Versus 18 Christian Petrarca's. Oh, jeez. That's a tough one. Is, I, I couldn't answer it myself. Ooh. I think I think Bontempelli. I think he kicked, he just he's taken mm. his game to another level and he's kicking just a few more goals than Petrarca and he's a better mark. I, like he can take a genuine contested mark. Not that Petrarca can't, but they're hard to see. The split. marking's the issue. The marking yeah. is the Bontempelli thing. for me. Yeah, the Bont. Okay, now last week we said that if you had Brandy's skills yeah. in your body, you would yeah. have been – one of the most magnificent players ever to well, play the game. I don't shy away from that. If I had Brownie's skills, All right. I reckon I would have well, played a couple of Well, has this 10 with Brownie's skills <laughs> against 18 Brownies with Richo skills? But 18 got, v 10. Yeah, but you've got Brownie's shitty work ethic. and how many, how many have I got? There's 10 Richos. With your skills. With your skills. Yep. And 18 of you with Richo's skills. I would, I would back me I mean, in. You have to go the 18, I think. You reckon? Yeah. 
18 v 10. You've got eight extra players. Yeah, but you've got. I mean, he wasn't that bad that he couldn't hit a target with eight <laughs> extra players. Like he, he, he could shank a ball and obviously blow up like the best of them. But at times he was okay. But I like just, he were, his hands were painted on anywhere like centre forward. But you get him up the back end, he really wanted to get rid of a quick one. I want to kick it. So uh, I think he would have been okay. Hey mate, just get your earpiece in order too. Oh. Um, I would still back myself in with brownie skills. I would. Oh, what about this one? 18 richos <coughs> against 120 10-year-olds. Nah, 18. 10-year-olds aren't going to beat but you. you got 120. But that, once you get the ball, how yeah, are they, they ever going to get it back? Just in the air, mate. They can just tap Just it. leave it, put it in the air. They're not going to beat you. No, no, no chance. No. No. Right, what, what if we made them 14-year-olds? No. No. 120 14-year-olds. Some 14-year-olds can be good. All Move you've got to do is put it in the air and I'm going to take a mark. Like, they're not going to be right. unbeaten. 18 Mason Coxes against 10 Hummers. <laughs> I haven't seen you play, Hum. You wouldn't score. I don't like your chances. <laughs> Actually, you wouldn't touch it. Mason would tap it down to Mason and you'd be just... Brownie, we should go and watch him play one, you should. one weekend. You should come down to the snake pit. It's good. We've got a great atmosphere. Where's the, where's the snake pit? In Canterbury. Do you, have you got a can bar there? Well, you are, you're allowed to drink till half time of our game because yeah. they're trying to encourage – normally the Vaffery is alcohol-free. Oh, is it? But we're trying to encourage the reserves to hang around so right. you can drink till half time at our game. But right. then what you can do – some clubs might do this. You can pre-buy pre your beers and there might be an esky. Like a lock-in. Beer's cold. Can you, yeah, yeah, you can bring them in. Yeah, bring them in. Um, Browning, you did suggest a top mm. five this week. You love a top five. I did. I love a top five. So I thought uh, – so much about footy is being able to keep the footy yeah. and retain it, and in this day and it's age, everything in the being game. able to kick the football. There are still players that I look at, and they cannot kick the ball for some reason, and they uh, on on their opposite foot yeah. for balance basically. But these are the top five kicks in oh, football. So right, are you talking now. either foot no, or just their preferred, just the best right kick, preferred foot? Kick yeah. I think Daniel Rich is clearly the best kick oh. in the competition. That left foot is a boomer. He can go short. He can go long. Think of the one up the middle in. The game against Collingwood, he got to Bailey yeah. uh, just under pressure. He can do it short and long. David Mundy is silky smooth. Yeah. Uh, mm. I, you don't often see him miss a target. Anthony McDonald. You know what he, Mundy does before you move on? He waits his the timing, and he doesn't he doesn't smash them. No. He just waits them perfectly. Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody. I'd put him in there, left and right foot. He is yeah. that good, and yeah. he set shot goal kicking. He is the best in the competition. Liam Ryan. I, there's not too many that kick it as cleanly yeah. as Liam Ryan. Yeah. I think he's just a, he's, a, a maestro he's, by foot. His field kicking, he's, it's his vision as well. Like yep. he can be looking one way and slice it the other way. He's magnificent. And for decision-making ability out of the back end, I think Caleb Daniels' right foot is in the top five. So I'm sure there are players out what about there his mate? that could be in the top five. But what about Bailey Dale down back? Yeah, I, he he's turns it over a little bit more. Pretty good kick. He's a very good yeah. kick. He's a very good kick. Under pressure, is he a good kick though? So can I... Throw yourself in there now. Yep. Who out of those five were you better than? Clear, break yourself. Oh, sorry. Were you? Would you compare to those guys? Uh, be, be honest, don't. Yeah, number two. You reckon yep. two? Wow. Why did you go one to five then? Normally, a top five, you go five to one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should have done it that way. Eh? Hey, when you guys started footy, it was a different era, and it was, it was a time when you weren't, you didn't earn enough from football to survive. You had to work full time. From and 19, as we saw you in your first contract. I know. I, so I started in 93. I don't reckon it was until 97, 98 when footy became 
fully <clears> full time. Just probably just after you started, you yep. probably had one year. So there were some pretty ordinary so how jobs did it work? on offer. Did you did you have to find jobs that are okay with you going to trainings and, and well, no, nah, well you trained at normally you trained at five o'clock at night. Yeah, so I worked. Oh, in, what? So you only you, yeah you worked full time and then you went to footy training. When so I first oh, like real got drafted amateur. at the in in the ninety six. So the preseason in the ninety six, we started in October one, I reckon. Yeah. Every session started at six a.m. on a Monday, a Wednesday, and a Friday. Then you six went to work. Um, and then you come back later and do a weight session. So when I first got to the club, they were very big on either studying or having a job. Or having a job. So this was at the you end didn't of the either. year. So this but is in October. So obviously, study didn't start again until March the next yeah. year. So what did you study? They got uh, business management. <laughs> they got me. The Western Bulldogs got me a job uh, at a little place in in Footscray called. Dimmies and Forges of Footscray. <laughs> no. So I started and I was that tired. You wouldn't believe what, how tired I was. What section were you in? In the men's trouser department. <laughs> so I'd get in there and these guys would come in and ask for trousers like a size 72 or a 77 or an 82. I lasted a day and a half yeah. and I went back and I said, there's no way I'm going back in there. <laughs> I can't work there. I don't know anything about trousers. Uh, so it's not for me. I said, you need to find me What was your next else. job they gave you? Uh, I was out at the Werribee Golf Club. Oh, that's better. That's, that's a yeah. dream job. Look, I've got a couple of stinking jobs here. So my best mate, uh, Ben Harrison, that played at Carlton, played with you at the Doggies and, and played at Richmond as well. Played 160 games, Harrow. He was a good player. But we came over from Tasmania at the same time in November 1992. And Harrow's mum, who I know very well, and she was a little bit concerned, you know, about footy yep. and not having another career. So she spoke to the Carlton Footy Club. She said, look, Ben, I'm happy for Ben to come to Melbourne. But you must get him a decent job. You know, I want him to have a, you know, something outside of football. So you know what job the Carlton Footy Club got him? Oh. Grave digging at the Carlton <laughs> Cemetery. <laughs> right? No. Grave digging at the Carlton Cemetery. It'd keep you fit. And it's the Carlton Cemetery is very old, so you can't get the the you know the machinery in there. So yeah, it was all a- hand. You had to dig them all by hand. Now, is space. it true? And I don't know what he said. I don't know why I'm asking. Is it true that him and uh, Matty Allen was there one Matty day Allen was and there. they fell asleep on one of the graves? So I went to try. Oh. And, I had a day off work and I went to find them. We were going to have lunch together and I walked into the cemetery and I'm walking around everywhere. I couldn't find them. And eventually down <laughs> in the back corner, the sun was out. I found them asleep <laughs> on the gravestones. <laughs> Come on, Aaron. Matty Allen though, he's Is had- he a grave digger today? Did it, was it a no, long didn't. <laughs> Matty Allen then moved on and got another job. He was a janitor at the Eye and Ear Hospital um, just up here in yeah, North yeah, Fitzroy. Yeah. And um, one day they thought they needed a little snooze, him and another guy called Tony Lynn. Why, why are you guys just sleeping the whole time? <laughs> because of, because of footy training. Work, right? So you're, you're training and then having to go to work. Guys were knackered at work. So one day at the Eye and Ear Hospital, they were cleaners, janitors. <laughs> they needed a kip, so they had a little snooze. <laughs> In the cleaning, you know, room where they kept all the mops and all the yeah. all the stuff, all the detergent, and their boss came looking for them, found them asleep. They got the sack. <laughs> I had to sleep on the first day at Forges at Footscray. Oh office. my god! I was that tired. I went in out of sleep. And, you guys are soft. And then Maddie, Maddie was the one. He, after that, he thought I'll start my own business. You know, it's clearly not working, Carlton. Yep. So we thought he'd, him and a guy called Adrian Hickmont, yeah. who's now yeah. now coaching at West Coast, they thought they'd start a gardening business. So they went out and bought all the gear, you know, the whippersnippers and the mowers, and they advertised in the Blues News, which was a newsletter that went out to all the Carlton people. The first job they got was a Carlton director who lived in North Carlton in one of those beautiful old Edwardian homes. And the director's wife had these beautiful rose bushes, right? Oh, no. So Agan Agan no. and Hickey have rocked up with no gardening experience. 
and the lady's gone, just tidy up, you know, all the garden. They have mowed down all of the rose bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end of the gardening business as well. What did you do now? Um, Matty, he's in advertising now. Ooh. He kicked on, actually. Yeah. Uh, um, another one we're going to bring back from last year. Now, do you remember we did the long sleeve team of the century? Mm. Yeah. We're going to do the same, similar concept. We're launching it today. We're going to start with the back line next week. Righto. We are doing the redhead team of the century. So what do we want our listeners to do? Send through there. Send through some suggestions. We'll cut this up. You can yeah. put the comment on the post Adrian on Instagram, Facebook. Been, yeah. Adrian Hickmont. We want in the, the – yep, yep. So any redhead you can think of, but I will say there is one caveat. Josh Thurgood is definitely starting. Because for me, he's the king redhead because he can, was as redhead as you can be. There's some good backmen there. Dustin Fletcher, yeah. Tim McGrath. Remember Bluey McGrath? Yeah, Tony Delaney. Tony Delaney. So get your suggestions in. We'll start building that next week. And then what we'll do <clears throat> is we'll have a we'll play them against the long sleeve team of the century and see who might win. Oh, I wonder right. if there's anyone that's in both. Well, there would be. Dustin Fletcher. Oh, yeah, Fletcher will be in both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, around the grounds. Now, I'm, I'm making a decision. I know, and I thank everyone that sends me in these um, these beltings every single week, and it's magnificent. And look, I might stray. I'm not very you know loyal to this idea, so I probably will stray to be honest. But I'm going to focus just on the one league. Now it's a league close to your heart. It is. It is the North West Football yep. Association yep. down in Tasmania. Because N- I just want to, let's just go through this ladder here. The NWFA. NWFA. There is fourth leading on 782 percent. Motton Preston on 575%, Wesley Vale on 206%, and Sheffield on 321%. So you have got four sides that are above 200%, including the fourth on 321%. But then down the other end, as we go down, we've got... the finals in that comp would be the old final five, Hummer. Yep. So poor old Sprayton might get through. Then we've got the Ulverstons, East Ulverston, West Ulverston on 32 and 61%. Turner's Beach on 32%. And Rosebury Turak on 0.58%. Can can I just point something out? And this is so fourth, you've got fourth, Motton Preston, East Ulverston, West Ulverston, and Turner's Beach. I'm not joking. That would be an area of about 20 kilometres in radius. All those teams. Well, here's the kicker. There is another league with an with actual Ulverston. Yeah, that's the better. So they've got three teams. That's the NTFL. That's the comp above. It's magnificent. Yeah. So I'm going to keep you updated. I can say this week, East Ulverston is versing Rosebury Turak. Ooh. So the old East might just get a win up this week. Didn't oh, we oh, Didn't Rosebury we offer Turak. our services to Rosebury Turak? Yep. They haven't responded. <laughs> no. Hey, Brownie, you've been in this caper a long time. I have, Pub. I have. You, you're on air a lot. I am. Would you say you're a... Conchmate professional? Would you say he, you prepare? You know what, he, he normally prepares and he, he tells us, remember a few weeks ago we had that little clip from, um, what's the show you do with Damo and Lloydie? Access oh, research. Access, remember he research, said research. research I research. do my research. You said it well, let's have a listen to the, the next clip and tell me how much research you've done, Brownie. <laughs> anyway, um, what else have you got today, Brownie? Flemington race number, uh, as I bring it up, race three, just let me check that. Best of the day comes up in race one, number three, Pride of Jenny in uh, in Flemington. Scratch, Although, um, Scratch. So it's not going to be running today. <laughs> um, you know what I did? I, I, scratch, I went straight scratch, to David Catley's best of the day. No, it was a kid's day. He tried to pitch he's, it. He's rebranded <laughs> David Catley's best. I take Julian Balance's best of the day. I take David Gately's best of the day. And poor old David Gately, his best of the day's been scratched. So I probably wasn't going to win anyway. 
Ranny, yeah. you have gone on air, yeah. tipped the punters into a horse that was scratched, not scratched. recently scratched. It yeah. was scratched on Thursday. It was scratched on Thursday. So I do three wide no cover with old suntan Julian Valance yeah. and little man Simon Marshall, and we've been doing the group ones which have been up in Queensland. So I hadn't looked at the, the right. Melbourne form. So you, did they throw that question without notice, did they? Liam Pickering threw the question without notice right. late. So I'm, I'm trying to watch netball. The girls are playing. I've already done the whole thing about the Queensland yeah. racing. And then at the last moment, and I remember that I'd read that David Gately's best right. was – that horse in well, Melbourne. Well, you didn't because you had to go find it again. So <laughs> I, you for well, I was paddling because I was, I was looking at my phone. Um, and unfortunately, Matthew, yeah, it was yeah. great. So mistakes happen. Yeah, everyone know? has a bad well, day. Why don't you just... Everyone has a bad day. Look, Hum has a lot. You've had some <laughs> bad days, Hum. I've had, I've had a couple, but, you know, I've never padded. I've never tipped the punters into a scratch <laughs> horse. Hey, Queen's birthday is on Monday, yeah. Yeah. which means one thing, and it's actually, you know, a little bit disappointing. We touched on it that the footy will not be at the G this week, no. but... There is still a, a clause be. going. The slide will be going on. Have you gone down the slide? Of course, I we have. speak yeah. of the freeze MND slides, which is raising not just money but awareness for such yeah. a, a despicable. It's incredible disease. the amount of money that Neil's raised. What yep. is it over seven, eight years now? It's just unbelievable. It's amazing the difference one man can have. Right, yep. so he, he makes the difference, but then the whole footy community jumps on board. Yep. It's an unbelievable footy community, and you almost. Go back to Nick Rewalt and yeah. um, Maddie's vision as yeah. well. Ha- had the idea, wanted to do it. The footy community get behind it, so everyone gets behind the it. The footy community yeah. is an unbelievable community, and you can buy your beanies at you Coles. Can. Well, exactly, you can buy them at Coles, and that's what we're going to tell you right now. The footy community is great. We love our community here at Richard Brandy and Hummer. So I'm telling you, if you're on the train, you're in the car, you're on a walk, whenever you're listening to this, as long as you've listened to it before Monday. Go and buy one of these beaties. You can go to www.fightmnd.org.au. You can donate or you can buy one of these beanies for 20 bucks. All the cash goes to such a magnificent cause. I went out for a, a big walk around Northcote and Thornbury yesterday and I reckon I saw half a dozen people walking they're, around. Aren't with they? They're good. They're, yeah. like, I'm, I'm very sweaty already, so they're good. We're coming into winter. Let's go. Um, so go and get them. They look good, as you can see. They look a bit better on me than they do brownie. <laughs> Why is your head so small? He's got a pinhead, mate, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, y'all. You look so like f- a thug. Yeah, you I do. do. I look like a wharfie, don't I? Uh, fightmnd.org.au. If every single one mm. of our 10,050 listeners uh, buys one, that's... It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's 200. too much to work out. No, it's more. It's two million. Isn't it? Two hundred grand. Two hundred grand. That will be. So please fight mnd.org.au. Well, Twenty and times in. ten thousand Hummer is two hundred thousand. Yeah, two hundred thousand. Fight mnd.org.au for a great right, course. Um, Richo, what's doing your head in? And it's doing my f***ing head in. I'll tell you what. It's that time of year. There's, and make sure you get these guys. Ah, uh, they're a great beanie. It's that time of year, isn't it? It's round 12, 13. We're in the middle of the year. It's winter. We've got so many footy shows that we need to fill up, minutes and columns that we need to write. So we run out of ideas, hum, this time of year, and it does my head in. Every single year, the same little chestnuts bob up, no, don't What do you got, Matt? What's, Ooh, same what's, what's little the chestnuts bob up. So this week I've heard again chestnut. the best of three grand final series. Give me a spell. Oh, Who brought God. that up? It, it came up again on the couch on Monday night. Who brought it up? They bought it up on the couch Monday night, as I just okay. said, right? Best of Sam Landsberger actually bought it up in Herald Sun on Sunday oh. as well. I love Sam. He's a great writer. But seriously, this is a combative game. You're not going to play a four-week final series, yeah. get into a grand final, and then play possibly three grand finals in a row. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Do you yeah. think so? That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Never going to happen. It's silly. It's just never going to happen. It's so not going to happen. Why do we bring it up? Never going to happen. The other one what else? What other is the wild card round. 
We've card. already got eight teams in the finals. We don't want ten teams in the finals, as has been suggested this week. We're not. It's not America. You earn your right to be in there. It's not the NFL. We don't need to have a wild card yeah. round. All right. It's Australia. It's Australian rules. That's an NFL. There's a lot thing. more teams over there as well. Exactly. So it works in the NFL. We don't want. We don't want that either. And uh, the dream time move. People saying it should move around. Now it should be at the G. I don't mind if it goes. You just to, said, you, no. You, listen. He did say. I don't mind if it goes to recently. Darwin every third or fourth year because I think that is a great place yep. to have it. But the showdown's not going to be played at the MCG. The Derby's not going to be played at the Sydney Cricket Ground. So Dreamtime is at the G. NRL State of Origin's played at the MCG. That's you did say early on in the show that they should move it around. I said Darwin. Oh. I didn't say Adelaide. I did see night grand finals come up again as well this week. Yeah, well, that's another one as well. Oh. That, that just does my head in every year. He's they angry. start to talk about the All-Australian, which you're a selector of as well. Oh, that's mm. meeting today, actually. Got a meeting hey. today. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, who are you, you pushing for? Who you, who, yeah. who do you think is a is a smoker? Give me a smoky, not someone who is a guaranteed. Bonton Pally's guaranteed. Petrarca guaranteed. Give me a smoky. Bolton. I think, yeah, Shay Bolton. You know, he's I think by the end of the year, he, he'll have worked his way into the Do you have to be careful not to get your Richmond eyes on, you know, take your Richmond blinkers off when you go into this meeting? Mm. Uh, yeah. I reckon, because yeah. you are a Richmond nuffy, I reckon. Well, who would you throw up from Richmond today? Who would be your – give us three. I'd throw up Broad. I'd throw up Dustin Martin, um, Nan Curvis before he got yeah. injured, um, yeah. and Shay Bolton. All right. Beautiful. Hey, I've got a surprise. It's up next. Surprised. <laughs> the lifestyle section's been very popular, mate. It was made popular during the, the summer series that we did for a couple of shows and then stopped. But I have – often spoke about my love for frozen pizza and yep. the fact that I found I've travelled the globe. I've been to Milan, I've been to America, I've been to New Zealand. I've, I've had frozen pizza everywhere. <laughs> but I found... New York, Milan and New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> I found a $2.99 pizza. That would be interesting. Where else have you been overseas? Um, you look like a Thailand sort of guy. I've, been, I've done Thailand. I've never Bali. done Bali or anything. You've been to Russia? Yeah. I've been to Russia. How's the pizza in Russia? Uh, no, no good. You know, in cold? Russia, they serve their, their they serve pizza with chips. That's all right. Because they don't really understand how, what pizza is over there, yeah, so they right. put chips on it. So this anyway, is the two dollars ninety nine. I have gone and I have gone and bought this last night. Richo, grab a piece. So this is from Aldi. This is from Aldi. The $2.99 pizza, pepperoni pizza that I say is the best. Now, I will premise this. I cooked it this morning, but it's been sitting sweating in the um, in the container a little bit. Now, just get your fangs into this. It's good. $2.99. How do they make money off them? It's it's a question that will never be answered. You know, it's like, think, God, does God exist? How do they make profit off pizza when they're selling it for $2.99? How many of these are you eating a week? Uh, of course, I had some bad cholesterol results recently, so I'm trying to keep it to six. <laughs> now, tell me that. That, like that is two ninety nine. That's good. I'm happy with it. How good is that? Mm. It's got a nice tang. Yeah. Our base is good. It's pretty good. And then to wash it down, have one of these biscuits. Now, ask me, Richard, ask me how much those biscuits cost, that whole packet. How much those biscuits cost? Huh? 69 cents. Rubbish. 69 cents for that packet. It is German chocolate. Now, everyone knows that you get the best chocolate in the world from Germany. It's a, be- it's a biscuit made in Sweden, <laughs> and then they combine it together for what is... One of the greatest biscuits you'll have. I rate Audi. I do. There's a health star rating on here. So you get five five stars, right? For your health star rating. Yeah. They've even bothered to put this on the packet, which is extraordinary. <laughs> but it's zero point five stars. So they've only been able to just rub out half of the star there. 
It has 36.4 grams of sugar on it, which I think they're trying to say is 6% of your daily intake, but... That's a lot of sugar. That's a lot of sugar. 6.4 grams. <laughs> Sounds like a biscuit. See, I rate, I rated the pizza. I don't like the biscuit. Not so much. Don't like the biscuit. No, 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 I got the dark chocolate one as well accidentally dark instead of the. Oh, I yeah. meant to get the milk one. I got the wrong one. But that pizza there from Aldi. Pizza's good. It is two dollar ninety nine. I forget the brand name. These are but it's, it's the it's pepperoni. Go out and get one. No preservatives in there. Mm. Oh, well, that's why. That. I don't. I mean, you guys can Just have a your ton of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> But Richard, you, um, I, I want to ask you something because I saw yep. this on your Instagram during the week. You tried your hand at lasagna. Now, we have a lasagna sponsor, so yep. I'm not sure why I did it. Look at this. Now, we're just if you fire up our Instagram, you're able to see Who it. Who does that? This is the secret ingredient. I, now, people look at this and go, what, what is are that? You doing? That is just your normal Heinz tomato soup. After you, uh, after you put your meat sauce down, your sheets, you put over the tomato soup, you put it in for about 25 minutes to half an hour, then you pull it out, put your mozzarella cheese on Where's top. Where's your bechamel? No bechamel. Bechamel's no, shit. The tomato You're obsessed with it. I don't know why. I'm telling you, once that comes out and the soup has seeped down through the sheets into the meat and the cheese. Mate, that is- My wife had severe question marks on it. I always had severe polished, something else after she it. She polished it off very quickly. Even your wife, Christina, she... She was mortified that you actually put a can of tomato soup in there. She was. She's a bit of a food snob, actually. She's you know? a very good cook. Yeah. And she could not believe that. But I'm telling you, just give it a go, guys. Just what sort of cheese did what you was, put on top? Mozzarella. What was the response and on Instagram like? Be honest. Most people were shocked with the tomato <laughs> soup. What did you cook up with the um, the beef? So, the beef? Well, obviously, onion, garlic, a bit of curry powder, Worcestershire sauce, a little bit of tomato sauce. Curry powder, a bit of some, A tin of- Which um, one, the orange one or the- Curry powder. The yellow one with yellow the red one. lid. And a tin of diced tomatoes and and then just like a, a tomato-based sauce. Yeah. And some- um, No bechamel. Wow. Oregano. Wow. There you go. Very good. Cooking with Richo. All right. Nuffy Jar. Who's up first? Geez, I was shocked the other morning. I was driving around and I stumbled across um, the Marty Sheargold show on Triple M yep. Breakfast. And I'm driving up to get a coffee. We're in lockdown. I'm going up. It's my little outing for the day. And someone rang in um, the Marty Sheargold show. You were listening, were you? Okay. And uh, rang in just unannounced yep. and uh, told a dad gag. And look, Triple M's very own Nathan Brown has given us a ring. <laughs> I've got my best dad joke for you. All right, go for it, buddy. <laughs> I tell dad jokes. Sometimes he gets them. <laughs> oh, 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 mate. Very I good. don't know. I like it. I wouldn't play it on the hard. I like that. I loved it. I, I loved it. it. I nearly I crashed you, my car. You, you ruined the delivery. Brown so hell. the joke was, because you said that dead, that dad jokes. So uh, I said I tell dad jokes. You said that dad jokes. No, I didn't. There was definitely a that in there. No, there, there was 100% a that. What are you doing? What are you doing calling what? up a breakfast radio station, you Why nuffy? did you ring Marty Sheargold's show and just decide to tell a joke? Because I tell a lot of dad jokes at home with the kids and I was driving over the Westgate. I think I was coming in here last Wednesday, Did it maybe. just come to you and you just did it sort of? I thought, let's get on the phone. This is what part of being a team's about. I work for Triple M, so I'm creating content, Matt. So oh, you're creating content. Friday night, we got something out of it. Okay, Triple M. Sunday, 
Sunday footy show. They played that again. We're playing it today. This is content. This this sort of Did, shit just doesn't happen. Dude, Marty, what are you doing? Like rundowns just don't write themselves. So, Nate, no, they sometimes you got to write the rundown. Oh. So Nate, you certainly me, don't. Did, did Marty and his producer know you were going to ring, or you just rang unannounced? I, I text the producer. I said no, I've got a good I, joke. I reckon he called this the old, the, the hotline. One triple three five yeah. three. Yep. He called in and said, oh, "I've got a great." That's day. extraordinary. Content. Mate. And you oh, butchered right. the delivery, Richo. I think you know that you've infracted during the week, what and you're going to be in the nuffy jar. You know exactly what you've done. Oh, so yeah. Melbourne Cricket Ground put out a tweet. It's time for Tuesday trivia. Do you know the answer? Reply with your guess. The question was, who has kicked the most VFL, AFL goals at the MCG? How excited were you when you saw that? I was sitting there last night. I just had a bit of leftover laz from uh, Sunday night. Well, you've um, quote tweeted it. You've retweeted it with a quote. Get around me. I'm happy with this. No shame. <laughs> and the best part was Russell29715153 replied, Tony Lockett, 1360. And you've gone and replied to this poor tweeter. Not at the G, though. Oh, you're trying oh, you to make him what? feel bad, are you? You know what, guys? Why are you ripping into poor Russ? I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to feel. Russ in that little. Look how nice he looks in his little. I'm not going to show any embarrassment about that. If you, either of you two had kicked the most goals, it's a good record to have. I must admit. Uh, just admit that it's, it's a, good a good record. It's a good record to have. All right. You would have been excited when, when I saw coming. that come up. I, you know, I felt good about myself, Brownie. So anyway. But Brownie, what you've spotted you something up? else. You have spotted. I've given you else. something. I want to see how you deliver this now. I've, I've bought you some oh, there absolute coming, Twitter gold here. Well, this is Brandy, what bringing content to the table is about. Now, you know that I'm a very accomplished and decorated communications manager here at Sportsbet, and so I write a lot of press releases. I've got fantastic, which programs. I respond to all the time right, for him. Right. Yeah. In fact, I sent press releases yesterday, and Brownie just kept replying, just yeah. taking the absolute piss out of me. <laughs> right. A great use of your time. Anyway, yeah. can we just uh, get up your Twitter bio, please, Richo? Now, let, I, I'm just going to give you a little lesson. What happened? Look, the comma is supposed to go <laughs> after the word, not before the next word. Channel 7, space, comma, 3RW, space, comma, music. Love. What? The comma goes after the word before What are you the doing space? with your commas, man? <laughs> you know what? I've got to cop that. You left school in year 10 and you haven't got any better what since then, you have you? What are you doing? You know what? I've, I was never any good at So, for those at home that aren't. So, tell me what I've got to do. Where does. Pretty much, the, Richo the, has put. The, you know, his, his, the comma needs to go next to the Channel 7, right. basically. So channel 7 and they're going to pick you up on a little bit more. Right. Some grammatical errors. Right. There is no need for a capital M in right. music. I get that. There yeah. is a need for a capital T on the. Pat Cronin. What, so okay, and then you come down here at foundation. You need a space in between foundation right. and your colon there. What about or your stroke? So why do why is Pied Pipers and Windermere a capital there? Is that all right? Is that right? Yeah, but you need a capital on the T. Yeah. Okay. That that's yeah. good. I, I'm going to take that on board. Yeah. Should I change that? But so did you I'll, honestly, I'll change did you honestly think when you put in a comma, it goes up against the word, the next word? Prospective employers might be going, oh, I need someone to do something for me. And they never, come to a Twitter by and they go. Have you ever had to write or anything? Mm. I was hopeless in English, but I'll tell you, I was very, very good at mathematics. Very good. Really? And I, I think maths will take you further than English in life. <laughs> Numbers will take <laughs> you further. Gonna, I can't you're believe. Be a scientist so you, or how old are you, Richo? This is. <laughs> Hang on. What are you going to use mathematics for yeah. in the future? You tell me. So all of a sudden, Channel Seven's not there. Three W's not there. You tell me <laughs> what you're going to do in the field of mathematics. We'll work out what the mortgage repayments are and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but hang on, is hang it, on. It, you've got, you've got to bring money in to pay those mortgage repayments. Okay. So I want you to tell me in the world of mathematics what you are going to do to bring money in to feed your family. Well, I'll get on Hummer's Seek page and I'll find a job in maths. <laughs> I just can't believe 
that you're what forty? Yeah, forty six. Forty six. I admit that that you spent the forty six years not knowing that the comma <laughs> goes after the word, not in front of a the space, name. then a comma. That's fair enough. But he puts it at the start of the next word. I'm going to take all of that on board. <laughs> and we got one more. We got one more. Our good friend Roko has absolutely potted you. Now he doesn't like Triple M much, old Roko. Is he potted me? He's got is a he? buzz. He's got a, a bee in his bonnet. So he must have been listening to Triple M. Say good day to Luke, everyone. He'd seem to fit your Triple M sort of <laughs> demographic. Loves getting around the boys. Thinks JB, Purpy, Purple, Wolf, Brown, Brown Dog, Dog. Donga. Brown Dog, Donga, Big Donga. Balls and Coa, bloody legends. Once <laughs> got a seven, you duck. Good on you, Luke, you great man. You know what? That's Donga pretty and, funny by Roko. <laughs> Donga and Big Balls. Even you, you've got to admit I'm laughing. I, I read it and I laughed. I, I thought it was very, very funny. So it came from the fact that um, obviously Brayshaw was calling Lukey Jack or Luke this Jackson, Lukey Friday Jack night footy. on yeah. Friday night footy yeah. and Roko wasn't overly happy with that but then just rolled everybody no, in I, with Donga I, I and I Big like Balls. Roko. Big, who's Big Balls? I don't know. I think he's a fish. <laughs> Purple's um, obviously uh, Damien That's Barrett. It. They're fictional Triple M characters, Donga and, Donga Big, and Balls. Big The Wolf <laughs> even got one, hasn't it? The Wolf hasn't been there for yeah. five years. The thing I like about Roko is he, he's not afraid to have a go, but he, what he's got to realise is there are people that love listening to Triple M. Yep. There are people yeah. that love listening to 3RW. And there's and people that love listening to Footology. Exactly. With, with, so uh, Roko's just fine. got to realise that not everything's got to be tailored for him. He's passionate. I'll give him that. All right, let's give some awards next. Awards time, gentlemen. Let's race yep. through them because yep. we're already heading for the world's longest show of Richo, Brownie and Hummer. Best Richo. first. Yep. Uh, well, let's have a look at the recap maybe yep. just before we do. The best, the Bont, Petraka leading as you'd expect. Tex Walker on six, the Swans on six, Darcy Parrish on five. While for the worst, we're having a look at Collingwood on 13. St Kilda joins them on 13. West Coast nine, Geelong six, Hawthorne six, Kane Corn six, and Christo <laughs> just starting to slowly sneak I'm, up the leaderboard. I love how best Cornsy. I'm going to give one vote this week to Aaron Norton. I know he only kicked one goal five, but what do you have? Take, Fourteen marks. Yeah, uh, thirteen marks and nine of them contested. So Aaron Norton one vote. I got two votes to Rory Led. Forty well, disposals. Is he flying at the moment at Adelaide? And a player from that game three votes to come back in after not playing since round two and kick six goals. Jamie Elliott was unbelievable. He was. I gave one to Liam Ryan. He, he was just a class above everyone else on the ground up at the SCG. Two to Dustin Martin. I just think now we, we whenever there's a big game and there's a crowd there and you know he's going to produce, Dusty, three goals and 20-odd disposals, probably should have won best on Yoyukin. And I gave Jamie Elliott three as well, Nate. Uh, the worst on, yep. the worst, the Hummers. I gave one vote to St Kilda's goal kicking. It's cost them a game again. Uh, obviously, Jack Higgins was the perpetrator this week, but probably would have been best on ground if he hadn't missed those goals. At least goals. he's getting the ball. But they're losing games because of their goal kicking. Yeah. Two votes to the holding the ball rule. I did some research on the holding the ball Ooh. rule, and they, they need to simplify See, that it, home. Home. Yeah. There are five laws, right, around, around holding, holding the ball, ball, and two sub-laws underneath those. Too hard. I, I think we just need one standard yep. law. And three votes um, to Carlton. That's why they're having a review. That's why, um, obviously, Johnny Barker's out of the club already. They're having a look at the whole football club. They should never have lost to West Coast with who West Coast had out. So yep. Carlton are going nowhere at the moment, but I reckon they're a good list if – Someone like a Ross Lyon wanted to take him over. Yeah, I reckon he'd have a look at that. Uh, one to Dane Zorko. He slept Brisbane down. That was just silly. Yeah, it was stupid. Captain, he's got a week. Um, he's having a good season, so that was unnecessary. Hitting Tom McDonald. Two to Mark Robinson. Um, oh, you, Rob. Robbo's got two votes. When uh, Harold's son, Mark Robinson. Yeah, when are people going to realise that 
it's not a shy Bolton. It's oh, Shay Bolton. Mm. It's been a bit of a bug. It, it, does, oh, do, it does look like Shy though. But seriously, if you're the chief footy writer of the Herald Sun and you're on a TV show every night, you should know that his name is Shay, not Shy. And uh, Carlton, three votes. It does, I will give him a chop out. It does look like Shy. It's, like saying, but it's, it's been, like saying my name's pronounced Hummer. Tom, but it's he spelled is, Richard. Has he been in the news a little bit this year for his footy and, and the other incident that occurred? He's been in the news a lot. People should know now that his name is I agree. Shay. I agree. All right, uh, let's look at the next week's games. That is the worst throw that I oh, have. No. It's all right. What are we looking at, Hum? <laughs> let's race through it. Port Adelaide versus Geelong. This is going to be an absolute blockbuster. $1.77 for Port, Geelong two ten. assuming this one's getting played in Adelaide. Got a poor record against top eight teams this year, Port. I think they're one and three v top eight teams. So I know it's at their home ground, but... I like Geelong. I think Geelong are going better at the moment, and I think they'll win this game. I like Geelong too. Um, West Coast versus Richmond. I can't believe Richmond are a dollar. What are they? Dollar sixty-five. Yeah. Dollar sixty-five. Richmond they should be bigger than that. I know West Coast have got a few out, but I think they'll get Oscar Allen back this week. They'll get a couple more back. Yeah. Um, I think McGovern's a chance, a, a slim chance. So back at home at Optus Stadium. They're playing that well though. Aren't nah, they? they're not. I think Richmond will win the game, but I, I think it should be a bit closer than that. Yeah, 50-51 for me. I, I Look, if I'm a betting man, I think if the plus line got bigger there, I'd be taking it for the Tigers because I think it'll be tight, but I think Richmond just win. And the final game, and I am going to break some news right now. Nathan Buckley has just been sacked. He is gone. Is he, or is he standing down? That's two different things. They are oh, very so different That's semantics. Things. Anyway, that's semantics. I, that staggers he's good me. man, Bucks. If you that's read between the lines, uh, he's standing down, but he's no longer the coach of the Collingwood Football Club. Richmond, uh, Melbourne, a dollar fifteen. Collingwood, five dollars fifty. Can you see oh, any upset? This here? is at the SCG. This game, I, I think Melbourne win and comfortably. But that, that's really disappointing news for Nathan Buckley. Yeah, it? I don't know how comfortably he's they do favourite son this at game. that club. I think Melbourne win, but. You're getting a 30-and-a-half-point head start at the SCG for you Collingwood. Collingwood can't. We were going to keep it in tight. Oh, very good last week. Adelaide, Adelaide the week before. Jeez, they've got a bit to play for now. If, if that's Bucks' last game. Adelaide just beat Melbourne. I know they're up and down Adelaide, but then Collingwood go over there and do what Melbourne didn't do. So they're going okay with that. And they, they pushed along in that last quarter. And so they, who knows? I, they, I think that I think the five-goal line is pretty big. And the players are going to want to perform for Nathan. Do it for they? Bucks. He's a well, good man will. too. He's a really good man. All right. Homothetical time. All right, let's keep going. Nathan today, Hum. I have done. Look, I've got got into him. So I hope you've done your homework. I've got him typed up. What do you mean is this it? We always have homotheticals to finish. Okay. Each time, admittedly, I have done some work, but I'm scared this one's going to set the tone for... (laughs) Each time you put something in the dryer, it gets a little smaller. Do we agree on that? Yep. Theoretically... Could you shrink a jumper until it's invisible? No. No. Stupid. <laughs> Next. It's not even a homothetical, that. That's just, like, ridiculously stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, a, that's like that's an stupid. education yeah. at private school. Yeah. That's what <laughs> his parents... 25 grand a year. That's what his parents... I was nervous about that one. I was nervous about that one. All right. You're right. This was sent in by a listener, Donnell Wilson... He might be Donald and I've done a typo. (laughs) I haven't heard too many Donnells. I think it's Donald. What's Donald? Your AFL team wins the flag. 
right? Yeah. But at, you already know at the start of the season that they're going to win, yeah. right? So you already know, or yeah. you just leave it up to chance. Which would you prefer? Nah, I love the ups and downs of a season. You I love want, the roller coaster. Shit knowing that they're going to win the whole time, wouldn't nah, it? Nah, you don't want that. Following a team, I know that you get upset when they lose, but that's all part of it. You I ask Donnell if I'm allowed to punt on it, if I know? Uh, no, you're okay. not allowed. No, I'm going to wait then. Yeah, you'd wait. You wouldn't want to. Nah, why would you want to know? That's yeah. the whole thing. Mm. You but you're a chance of not winning it going the other option. No, you go to the pub with your mates, you have a few beers, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You walk out happy or you walk out yeah. sad. Yep, I'm I don't want to know who's winning. And last one, would you rather have a blanket wrapped around you for your entire life everywhere you go, the beach, the yeah. shower, the workbench, anywhere, you've got a blanket wrapped around you or never have access to a blanket or doona again? <sighs> I'd no, have I'd never have access again. Never have access. I'd yeah. rug up with clothes. That'd be fine. Yeah. Oh, I'd be uncomfortable sleeping in. Nah. It'd be more uncomfortable having a shower with I'll a blanket. I'll tell you what, on. though, when you get... Yeah, that's true. Eh? <laughs> what about when you get a... We've just got a new doona at home, a really nice, expensive cotton. Jeez, Ooh. it feels good. Where'd you get it from? I don't know. I mean, wife Egyptian it, cotton, 5,000 But just when you get in bed at night... It's it like just, a fluffy no, goose-filled doona. It's just the way it feels on you. It's just magnificent. So sheets how, how expensive? Sheets, the sheets. How expensive? You said a doona. Well, the sheet and then the doona cover as well, the whole a, thing. Do you sleep you with the sheet? You said you got a new doona, though. Yeah, you did. All right. Well, I got so you didn't get a new doona? We got new linen. Right. Oh, sheets. And it is magnificent. Oh, so do you sleep with a sheet and a doona? Yeah, we do. Oh, do you? Yeah, most people yeah. do. I hate it. I don't like being trapped. I'm a beast that needs to be free. <laughs> All right, that's going to do us this week. Just a very important reminder, if you are listening, straight away get out your, your smartphone, fightmnd.org.au, donate right. or buy one of these magnificent beanies. Out and your best thing is these are only 20 bucks. You've got 10 bucks left over from your 30. Go buy five or three of these uh, Aldi pizzas. They're magnificent. Yeah. Good luck on the weekend. Join the army, fightmnd.org.au, gamble responsibly.